Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hello, and thank you for joining me on my podcast, Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacy Garrett, and I've been in promotional product sales since 1999. I sell products that clients put their logo on to use as advertising or even as gifts for their employees and clients. As you can imagine, this is a competitive industry. But even with that, I've been able to be in the top 1% or so of sales professionals in my industry for several years. I say this not in any way to brag, but to let you know that it can be done and you can stay your authentic self during the process. In this episode, I'm going to talk about goals. I know there's a lot of information out there on the importance of goals and plans to achieve them, but I want to just talk candidly about why I think they're important for the sales process for each sales professional, as well as their teams. I also happen to believe they are incredibly important personally, which I will touch on as well. For years, like probably 10 years, I just assumed everyone in sales made goals for themselves. I was shocked when I started working with some absolutely amazing sales professionals, and they had never put together goals of any kind to work towards achieving. Now, I know some companies create goals for their sales teams, and they're often specifically to sell a certain dollar amount, and that is great. But for those of you that don't have that kind of work environment, I have some suggestions. There are so many things that can be used as goals. Of course, sales volume when you're in sales is a key element but I think there can be more to it. Let's first talk about sales volume as a goal. This can be an annual number that's broken out into months, weeks, or even days, depending on your type of business. I think these are very important because they have a direct impact on the revenue of the company, and in many cases, on your salary. The nice thing about sales figures is that they're black and white, and you make them or not. Now, that's not to say that if you're really close, you shouldn't celebrate, but they are a tangible measurement, and that is a key criteria for most good goals. At every company I have worked for, and I even owned a company for 12 years, I had an annual sales goal, and that was also broken down into monthly goals, showing the ebb and flow of my particular type of clients and business. The best part of sales goals is that it gives you something to strive for. Even if you get this really great sale, you still have the big picture to look at and keep you motivated the rest of the month or even the year. I mean, think about it. If you don't have sales figures to work towards, how do you measure your success in a given month? I worked with a longtime sales professional and I convinced him to make a goal that he had not been able to achieve in his 25 plus years of being a promotional product sales professional. Guess what happened? We all got on board and encouraged him to hit this major milestone goal, and he did it. I was so darn excited for him. It was a number he only dreamed of, but once he had his eye on the prize and broke it down into manageable steps, he made it happen. I seriously could not have been more excited for him. Another benefit of sales volume goals is that you get to have other people involved. This is generally a shared figure, so you can involve your support team or coworkers that can help cheer you on and hold you accountable. I think there's a huge benefit to the coworker accountability. I know for myself, I didn't like being the only one not meeting goal, and I don't think I'm alone. 
Recently, our weekly sales dashboard went out to the entire company and I saw that I was not the leader on the sales figures. Now, don't get me wrong, I was ecstatic for the coworker that was doing so awesome, but there was no question about it. I was inspired to do more and be better because I'm usually on top. I know this may not sound right, but I'm not competing with him. It just definitely lit a fire under me to do better. I've also had some experiences with my team wanting to hit a goal. The reality is, no matter the reason, people like to hit a goal that's set out for them, and it feels really good to be part of a successful team. If one way you're measuring success is through sales figures, then the team likes to be a part of hitting that sales goal. I used to have someone named Ladina that worked for me for years, and I used to love how she would get so motivated to make our monthly goal. She just loved being a part of reaching something we set out to accomplish. I will never forget how she would get just as excited as me when we would reach that sales figure goal. Later, I started taking my support team to pedicures if we met our monthly goal. That gave them a little added incentive to want to reach the goal because they had even more skin in the game outside of just being part of a rock star team. I mean, who doesn't love a good pedicure? Okay, some of you may not, but my team certainly enjoyed it. Another type of goal is something that is not a sales figure related, but something you know will help you achieve those sales figures. I do think it's important to have sales goals outside the sales figures, which you sometimes can't control. So make some goals around things you can control. Maybe you track your meetings, your proposals, social media posts on LinkedIn. What are key indicators of your sales? Maybe not immediately, but in general, key indicators. How can you give yourself a goal to work towards that will help you get to the sales figures you want? I used to track referrals as another measurement of success in sales. It doesn't always translate into sales figures, but it does help indicate how well I'm doing if people are willing to share my name and information with someone. It's also something I have a little control over because I can ask for the referral. And also, I can give service and products that are worth referring. Referrals are something I am extremely passionate about, so this will be a podcast I record very soon. I also use goals personally. This podcast is an example of a goal. I had a goal to start a podcast this year, and I just put baby steps each day towards the successful completion of the goal. To be honest, it felt amazing to launch it, not just because I wanted to, but because I made it a goal and I did it. It was 100% in my control. Now, this is also somewhat work-related, but I did this as a personal goal for myself that isn't related to my career as a sales professional. I just love sharing knowledge with others, and I thought it'd be a great way to accomplish it. During the coronavirus pandemic, I found myself eating just a little bit more than I probably should and feeling completely stressed because of the lack of control that I had about what was happening in the world. I needed to figure out a way to manage this. And while exercise has been something I strive for, I didn't have tangible enough goals around it. Some friends of mine that I met at Destination Jumpstart, a healthy lifestyle type of retreat uh, a few years ago, had set out to walk or run 50 miles in March. I saw them tracking their progress and I thought, now that's something that I think would work well for me. I felt like 50 miles just wasn't quite enough to really challenge me. So I picked a number that was meaningful to me. I'm kind of funny about numbers uh, for anybody that really knows me, but um, I have some real favorites, but I ended up landing on 72 miles because one, 
It was the year I was born. Okay, insert old jokes here. Uh, Two, I would have to be intentional about my exercise to achieve it because it's not a super easy goal. And number three, um, working on it daily, doing about 2.4 miles, I could achieve that goal. But it wasn't so grand that if I missed a day or two, that I wouldn't be able to still achieve it. In April, when I did it for the first time, I was so excited when I hit milestones like 50. And then when I hit 72 miles with a few days left in the month, I was elated. I mean, I was over the moon. I felt so proud for setting a goal that wasn't easy and making it happen. If I hadn't measured and put that goal out there, I absolutely know that I would not have done 72 miles. There were two days in the entire month that I didn't do some kind of intentional walking or running to help me get to that goal because I've realized even one mile put me that much closer to 72 miles. One thing I think is important about goals is that they need to be a combination of achievable and a little bit of a stretch. I absolutely love to be successful at achieving things. So if I set myself up for too lofty of goals, I'm less likely to achieve them. It's a fine balance that sometimes takes time to figure out the right amount of push you need to give yourself. I actually have a list of goals for each day that I want to achieve. They're actually like mini tasks that I believe will help me get to where I want to be. The list starts off really simple with a task that basically takes no time commitment. I just need to do it and check off that box. But then throughout the day, they get gradually harder and harder. And the end of the list is me logging all of my food for the day and drinking 96 ounces of water. But it's interesting because once I check one box and then I check the next, it builds a momentum and I want to keep checking. I don't want to not achieve those goals for the day. Uh, Just as a little um, insight, my, my check boxes have seven total. And I consider success for the day to have five of the seven boxes checked. What kinds of things do you want in your life that you can put a measurable goal on? Have you always wanted to learn a new software? Have you wanted to meet new people? Do you want to get a new referral? Think about you want what you want to achieve this month, this year, or even this week, and make a goal that will help you achieve that. I promise you it will feel amazing to achieve something that you set out to do. I'd love to hear how you're using goals in your professional and personal life. I hope this has reinforced the value of setting goals for your life. I appreciate you joining me. Please feel free to find me on LinkedIn as Stacy Garrett 29. That's S-T-A-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T and then lucky number 29. Or follow my podcast page on LinkedIn and Facebook by looking up sales, not selling. You can also press subscribe to get this podcast direct to your podcast listening device as new episodes are created weekly. I'd love to hear your stories about how goals are impacting your success and also other topics you want to explore here. Have a wonderful day and just keep on being the best you.